What's up everyone? Welcome or welcome back to my YouTube channel slash my podcast. I am the Marketing Nomad. My name is Prithvi Madhukar. I am the author of Zero to Four Figures and Self Loved. I'm also a digital entrepreneur and a business owner. Feel the roles that I do take on. I'm a YouTuber, podcaster, Etsy shop owner, and Skillshare teacher as well. All of the links are in my description box below if you would like to check it out. Welcome to episode 177 of Ask TMN, where we're going to be talking about how to optimize your LinkedIn profile and land those dream clients. Okay, without further ado, right? If you're new here and you're wondering, well, what's this Ask TMN thing that she just spoke about? So Ask TMN is basically a series that I started where I answer questions that solopreneurs may have about marketing, business, as well as mindset. So if that sounds like a channel that you would like to know more about, definitely do hit that subscribe button, hit that notification bell because that tells you every single time I do upload a video and I know you've actually not watched this video but if you do you know watch it till the end and you like it do don't forget to give me that thumbs up that really helps with my ranking it helps me help more solopreneurs with their marketing business and mindset alrighty guys let's get into what you can expect from this patio so I've divided this patio into five different sections these are five different areas of your LinkedIn profile we're gonna kind of go into a little bit of a deep dive into each section and I'm going to tell you the different ways that you can optimize each part of it so that your overall profile, your LinkedIn profile is optimized. Now the purpose of optimizing your LinkedIn profile is so that when your clients are searching for someone like you, you actually show up on their results page. So that is basically the entire aim of this patio. Without further ado, let's get into the first section that I do have for you, which is your headline. Now the headline possibly, in my opinion, is probably the most important thing that you've got to look into. The reason is even if your clients are searching for you on LinkedIn or they just view your profile, maybe perhaps you have posted something and they just happen to see it on their page, so on and so forth. That's actually a thing that they see. They do see your headline. So it's those few words. And even if you take a look at a LinkedIn page and you see someone's name, you actually can see their headline below it. And at the most, you can probably see 10 words, right? So which is why my first tip for you with respect to your headline is your first 10 words have to grab their attention. They have to make sure that your clients know exactly who you are, right? So even if they catch your post somewhere, you know, maybe a friend of yours liked or their connection liked yours, and then it shows up on LinkedIn, that does happen on LinkedIn a lot, right? So, or even if they're searching for your name on the search page, that's also something that comes up. So you want your first 10 words to be crucial, to have keywords that your clients are actually looking for and what catches their attention. So take a second right now, grab a piece of paper and think about what are some of the keywords that your clients would be using when they are searching for someone like you, all right? And make sure that you don't just randomly slot those keywords in, try to do a fun little play, show a little bit of your personality as well in your headline. And another thing that I do want to say is that you do have a limited number of characters on there, but it's also important for you to make sure that you are accurately re uh, representing your expertise as well. Make sure that you are not, you know, saying something else when you want to mean something else or 
I guess one thing that I do want to say, one common mistake that I've seen in headlines is people tend to use industry jargon when they're writing their headline. And the problem with that is you might understand what that industry jargon is. You might be familiar with the technical terms of your industry, but your clients may not, you know, because they are looking for someone like you. So they might not be very familiar with those kinds of technical words. All I want to say is simplify what you do. Make sure that anybody out there can understand what it is that you do. All right. So don't just slot in fancy keywords, uh, because you think that it is going to make you look important or it's going to make it stand out. No, actually, it doesn't matter if you think that it makes you stand out if your client doesn't really understand what is it that you do. So make sure that you are breaking it down in a way that your client can actually understand what you do, what is your area of expertise, all right? And who you are as well. That comes into the headline. So that's the first part for you. The second part of the LinkedIn profile is the summary. Now in this, I personally like to show my personality. And I think, especially when as a CEO myself, I'm looking at freelancers that I have to hire and I'm looking at their LinkedIn profile, I actually take the time to read their summary. I do. And for me, I kind of get a sense of who they are as a person just by reading their summary. So show off your personality, you know, who exactly you are. And the reason for that is any decision, you know, just from a marketing standpoint, any decision, whether it's a client choosing you or it's a customer buying a product or purchasing a service of yours, there is an emotional quotient to there and you are your business, right? So basically when a client is looking to bring you on, there needs to be some synergy over there. So when you are showcasing your personality, you are letting your clients know that this is who I am and that's on you to determine whether there's a synergy or not, but this is who I am. And I gotta tell you, the more you can put your personality in the summary, the better you get at attracting the right kind of clients for you because it's not just your clients choosing you. You too have the right to choose a client who aligns with you, who naturally fits with your thought process, your values, your belief systems, so on and so forth. The next thing that I'd like you to add in your summary is your skills. How exactly is it going to help your clients? Now, again, another common mistake that I do see at this point is people just listing out their skills. The thing is, if you list out your skills, you're just talking about your features. What you should be doing is converting those skills into actual information that your clients can actually understand. And so how is it that they understand? For example, you have a skill that is maybe you have a very keen attention to detail. Like you've got that sense where you are able to, you know, figure things out. You make be you might be a little bit persnickety when it comes to little things. So most people they'll just put, you know, I've got great attention to detail, but what I wish you to do is try to take that and see how it can actually help your client. So maybe one way that I would put this is I've got great attention to detail, which helps me figure out loopholes that my clients may have missed while strategizing for their business. You know, so it's little things like that. 
try to show how your skill is going to help them. Don't put that work of them determining, oh, okay, well, she's got good attention to detail, so that must mean, no, don't put the work on them. And most likely, they're never even going to do that work. They're just gonna say, okay, she's got all of these great skills, how's that gonna convert for me? And then it probably might not compute in their mind, you know, they're busy people as well. So do that part of the work for them. Mention your skill and also mention as an extension of that how it does help your existing clients or how it's going to help your future clients as well, all right? And again, when it comes to the summary, you might want to make it concise. Don't make it too long. Trust me, people do not have time. You know, the attention span of the entire collective as a whole has been declining and there's a lot of studies on that. So make sure that whatever you do put out there is concise it is absolutely hitting the nail and it really gives your client a good insight about who you are as a person. What are your skills? What is your area of expertise? The way that I put it, just to summarize this entire point is, when it comes to your summary, give it a client-focused approach. Think, what exactly does your client want to read so that they are excited to work with you? put all of those in. It's not about you. Even though the summary technically is about you, it's actually not about you. It's what your client needs to know about you so that they can be excited to move forward with you. All right? That is your summary. Number three, we get into the work experience part. Again, one of the mistakes that I see in this point is people just adding in their previous work experience, but you've also got to mention how that work experience impacted you, how it changed you for the better, how have you evolved while working through that uh, job, so on and so forth. You've also got to tell what exactly did you contribute to that company while you were working for it. Don't just write, you know, I was at this job, these were my, the tasks that I had to do, these were my responsibilities. No, trust me when I say it, nobody really wants to know that at this point when they're looking through your LinkedIn profile. But what they do want to know is how that job contributes to the person you are today. You know, what skills did you pick up from there? Uh, what sort of responsibilities that you handled and how can you convert all of that knowledge that you've gained there into your actual you know, current position as a solopreneur and how can you use that to help your clients? Not just that, people also, or clients also want to know how exactly you contributed to the success of that particular job or that particular company that you were at. Because the way that they see it is if your clients can see, okay, well, Prit, let's take me for example, Prit did so and so at her previous job and she was able to, you know, you know, create these massive shifts in the systems and processes, which means as an extension of that, because she has already proved herself at her previous workplace, she is also going to be able to do that for me, or at least as a client, I'm more confident that she is able to do that for me as well. So it kind of instills a little bit of confidence that of course you definitely need. And if you're a solopreneur working online, you need these little bits of trust, layers of trust, because your client is probably exclusively going to be dealing with you online, right? Another thing that you might want to uh, put in is maybe one line of a testimonial from your previous workplace employee or even your previous um, 
client work as well. If they've said anything anywhere, all right, in your DMs, in your emails, they've said it on call, they've texted you, wherever it is, grab that one line and slot it into the work experience just as a line at the end and you can even put quotes at the bottom as well, all right? And of course, you can also reach out to your existing clients or your previous clients and ask them if they would like to leave you a recommendation you could do that as well, okay? So this is something, but of course that, again, like I said, people may or may not have time. Again, you're depending on somebody else. What I would say is if anywhere they've ever said something good about your work, put that in, slot that into the work experience just as the last line, put it under quotes, you're, you're good to go for that as well. Another thing that you would want to uh, put in is, you know, stories because stories capture attention stories are amazing that's how you know when, even if you think about it as a kid you know that's how you actually learned about life about different things so on and so forth stories were a great way right so try to put in stories so that you can actually grab people's attention so that you can grab your clients attention as well you don't have to make it long it can be two or three sentences but make sure you are narrating it make sure that you are able to capture their attention with it because by the time they come to your work experience you know they've finished your headline they've finished your summary they've seen maybe your external links and then your work experience comes into play yeah <laughs> so you want to capture their attention you want to hold it for as long as you want so maybe if there was something fun that happened or a very unique story that happened at your workplace or a problem that you were able to solve of course as a disclaimer i do want to say make sure that you check with your uh, contract your previous contract what is legal for you to put out there not legal so on and so forth just keep that in mind but other than that, you know, if there was any success stories or if there was something innovative that happened or something innovative that you did uh, based on a very unique problem, put those in. All right. So that is your work experience for you. And as an extension of that, make sure you do put in your volunteer work as well. OK, then we come to number four, which is your certifications. This I don't really have to tell you much, but it shows that you are committed to continuous learning it does it adds a very subconscious layer that this person knows there is space to grow this person is constantly working on themselves to grow as a person as well as grow in a professional way i mean grow in a professional arena yeah that was not the word that i set out to go for but it is the word that i ended up with so we're gonna go with that all right so basically if there are any certifications that you've done any trainings any workshops put those in don't forget those okay so those would be your certifications then we come to the fifth part and it is your posts so even if your clients are searching for certain keywords your posts actually do show up in the search results so a lot of people don't think that their posts actually contribute to optimizing their linkedin profile because technically when you look at your linkedin profile it doesn't come in but i truly believe it is part of optimizing your LinkedIn profile. Make sure that you are very intentional about the posts that you're putting out. You know, make sure that you have a list of keywords that your clients might be looking for on your LinkedIn, uh, on the entire LinkedIn, and 
try as much as possible to use those keywords or write about topics that have those keywords so that if they're searching for it, okay, they might not be searching for you, but they may be searching for certain things, right, in their industry, so on and so forth. So if those, you know, if they're searching for that, those keywords, your posts also show up because there are those keywords in your post, okay? So don't forget that. That's very, very important. The posts are usually something that a lot of people seem to forget. So even if you, you don't have to create your own posts, you know, you can also just take a news article that your client might be interested in, reshare that while adding your thoughts to it. That's very important. Make sure that there is some unique perspective that you are offering to that. So I know some people, you know, you might not have time to create your own LinkedIn posts or to create those long stories that you see people writing on LinkedIn. All I'm saying is it's okay, all right? There are different ways that you can attack it. And if you want another video where I talk about different ideas for LinkedIn posts, definitely do let me know in the comments below and I'll get working on that video, okay? And then another thing that you can put, and I'm just looking down at my notes because I've actually written quite a few points for you just as an overview. You can write about some of the challenges that you overcame. You can give examples of your work. Again, make sure that it is within your legal restrictions. You can give comments about the industry trends. You can share very popular news articles as well as write your thoughts on it. Then you can give your thoughts and insights about strategies that are out there in your industry. You can also provide your own thought process and strategies related to specific problems that your clientele might have. Again, all of these things, you want to make sure that you at least slot in a few keywords in your entire post that your clients might be typing on that search bar. For LinkedIn. So again, I do want to say every single part of your LinkedIn profile, it's not about you. Even though it's your profile, it's not about you. It's all about your client. What exactly do they need for them to believe that you are a perfect fit for them? You know, everything that's true, of course, just put in a way that resonates with them, that aligns with them in a way that doesn't have to make them think too much to choose you. The second thing would be, what are some of the things that they are looking for? What topics are they searching for? Or what topics can you talk about that makes them know you are the expert in that field and you are the go-to person that they need to go to <laughs> to get whatever it is that they want done, you know? So those are little things that you have to keep in mind. It's all about what they're searching for and more importantly, who they are searching for, and how you can show them in the most authentic way possible that you are that person for them, all right? This is how I would like to wrap up this entire patio. Now, if you liked this uh, episode, definitely do give me a thumbs up, hit that subscribe button, hit that notification bell, because that tells you every single time I do upload a patio. Now, if you wanna check out my books, my first book is Zero to Four Figures, Lessons Learned by a Broke CEO. It's got the first uh, three years of my digital entrepreneurship journey. So if you're unsure of how to get started with digital entrepreneurship, you don't know what to do, you don't know what to expect, and you want uh, tips based on topics like self-love, positive mindset, growth mindset, 
what else? Um, business strategy, marketing, so on and so forth. Yeah, this book is for you. It's on Amazon at the moment, okay? My second book is Self-Loved. It's a compilation of 1,000 journal prompts aimed towards self-love, uh, healing, growth, and self-discovery. It's got different topics covered like inner child healing, trauma healing, manifestation, gratitude, so on and so forth. Other than that, I also do have a series of productivity planners, journals, and trackers. At the moment of publishing this patio, there are 18 of them available. Now, they range from one-page project planner to five-day workweek planner, so on and so forth. If you'd like to check them out, you can definitely go on Amazon. The simplest way to find all of my stuff is to just search my full name on Amazon. It's P-R-I-T-H-V-I space M-A-D-H-U-K-A-R. Now, when you do that, you'll get an author page for me and all of my books just show up, whether it's my planners, my journals, or my uh, reading books, I guess I would call them. Now, if you have any thoughts about this video, if you have any questions that you'd like me to answer in another video, or you have any questions about this particular topic, about the video that you just watched, please feel free to ask them in the comment section below, and I'll do my best to get to them as soon as possible. And if you wanna have a more one-on-one -on -one conversation with me, I'm available on Instagram. My handle is at the marketing nomad. Alrighty guys, thank you so much for watching all the way up until here and I wish you all the very best for your LinkedIn profile. Bye-bye.